Welcome to the Business of Dance podcast, where we discuss business growth, dance education, creating your dream business, and falling in love with your studio all over again. Now, here's your host, business coach, educator, and owner of Dance Energy Studios, Claire O'Shea. Hey everyone, it's Claire O'Shea from the Business of Dance podcast and I am so excited to be joining you for another episode of our Benefits of Blogging series. If you haven't had a chance to listen to our previous episodes, in episode three of our Benefits of Blogging series, we covered the importance of creating regular blog posts for your studio. And then in episode four, we covered the 10 ways to create consistent blog content without you doing the work. So if you're looking to improve your blog and would like some further information on that, be sure to listen to episodes three and four before listening to today's episode, which is four ways to repurpose your blog post. So I know you spend so much time creating it or organizing it and releasing it out to your studio and wider community. So why not get the most out of that and use it in as many ways as possible? On a more personal note, before we start this episode, I have tried to block my dogs downstairs about four times now with barriers and things, and they must, must, must be near me. And I just wanted to tell you that in case you heard weird, like, clinking noises or them running around. I have three dogs, well, two two of my mums, but they were mine growing up, and um, I'm house-sitting at the moment. So I've got all three of them, black, white, and fluffy, and wanting to be on my lap at all times. So... That is super glamorous and I just wanted to share that with you all in case there was any noise. So for me, I am in full concert or recital mode at the moment and we are in the process of finalizing all of our costumes and getting everything organized. We have an amazing Trello board now that we've systemized that we just literally rinse and repeat every year but still seem to be rushing always. It's just very busy at the moment and I know that a lot of you would be in the same boat. Uh, For those uh, listening overseas or in different locations or who purely just have a different schedule. I wish you good luck with your new season or whatever you're doing at the moment. But I hope today's episode gives you some more information on different ways that you can use your blog posts or any other things that you've already created in the studio and some different ways that you can repurpose them. So without further ado, let's dive into the show. Number one today is converting your blog post to a PDF download. So you can easily do this again by using a source such as Fiverr to convert it and add a photo and your logo and things like that and make sure it looks all beautifully branded. Or alternatively, you can do it by yourself on a format like Canva, which is quite easy and you can actually set up a template or use some templates that they've already created. So with that, you can use photos that you've used at the studio and make sure to include your colors and your contact details and your logo. Then all you have to do is add the text from your blog post that you've already created and just convert it to a PDF. And from there, you can load it to your website and have like a little box where people can download it or give you their details to download it. So then you're collecting their contact information to provide them with different events that you might be hosting or enrollment information in the future. You could load it into a different spot on your website and link it to your Facebook page and your other social media platforms so you can share that and again, gather more leads and contacts and interests. 
You could send it to your current families as a little extra gift and a little thank you and provide them with some more information and knowledge, which is awesome. There's just so many different ways that you could use a blog post once you've converted it to a PDF document, even adding it to your email sequences and lists and including it for possible new inquiries or in your welcome series once you have that all set up. And for more information about that, tune into episode one where we talk about some different ways that you can use automated email sequences. Number two is creating an email sequence with the blog that you can send out to your people who are on your not enrolled list. So quick refresher, someone who would be on your not enrolled list is possibly a previous student or someone who has booked a trial and not turned up or possibly someone who has inquired but never followed through. So you're trying to keep everyone's details all together and so you can contact them in the future when you have new offers or you're doing new enrollments or wanting to invite them to events and things like that. So with the blog post that you've already created, you could send it to them in a body of an email or you could attach it in an email so they can open it up and they get to see the beautiful graphics and the branded imagery. You could just really use it in so many different ways. And in episode one of the Business of Dance podcast, we go into some different types of automated email sequences that you could have. So if you're not sure what type of automated email sequence this could be relevant to, I suggest you tune into episode one for some more information. Number three, is converting that blog post into a video format or even an audio type style like a podcast. So for my studio, we've been trialing creating a podcast and I'll definitely keep you up to date with it and see how uh, we find that people are reacting and whether it's increasing our retention and knowledge and education within our studio. What we have been doing is converting our blog post that we've already created into an audio style format, which we then load to a podcast hosting website. Now, if you've never done a podcast before, it, it is a little bit of a learning curve, but it's not it's not huge. But if you're not techie, you might not enjoy it. But you could also easily just convert it and record it to an audio style MP3 file, which could then be easily sent via email or loaded to something like SoundCloud or hosted within your website. So you don't have to do the podcast style. I just wanted to try it out because, well, we're doing this podcast as well. And so I just wanted to see what parents were thinking and whether I thought it was a really valid form of education for our current families as well as a potential way to get new clients. With regards to the video style format, we all know how everyone is always raving on about the excitement and the value of doing Facebook lives. And I have to agree the reach that they get on Facebook versus a regular pre-recorded video is just, it is huge. So if you feel confident enough, I would definitely recommend, you know, using your blog post as a script to do a Facebook live. But if you feel like you want to work up to that, it's a great way for people to communicate and like your post and comment and get more reach organically through the likes that you already have on your page, as well as through other friends and family that may see them liking it. You could also load this to things like YouTube and stuff if your studio has a channel so you could refer back to it in different blog posts in the future and repurpose it that way. As you can probably hear, there is like there's so many different ways that you can repurpose things that they kind of get into a loop. So I do repurpose a lot, but I'm always creating new content as well. But I have absolutely no problem with reusing something that I think is super valuable, whether I've posted it a month ago or a year ago, because I have no doubt that not everyone has seen it and I also have no doubt that I have new families who are going to find it valuable as well as old families who 
you know, might have read it, but it wasn't meaningful to them at the time. But now they may have a teenager. And if I'm writing a particular post about that, it is really meaningful to them now, which is what is so important. So if you're interested in knowing more about how I've started a studio podcast, be sure to reach out to us and let us know. And I can possibly do a whole episode on that and how we have created it. Again, we're just in the intro stages of it for ourselves. So I just want to gather a bit more data before sharing it with everyone, but I will be sure to update you and let you know. And lastly for today, number four is scheduling your blog post to social media. So this one may be pretty obvious to you guys and, you know, something that you're already doing, but I find it a really great way to make sure that all of our parents are seeing it. So I'm obviously emailing it. I'm emailing it to the people on our not enrolled list. And I'm also posting it and scheduling it on our Facebook page for the current day and months to come. So for me, I use a software called CoSchedule, which allows me to schedule things out and create different systems and things, which is really, really beneficial. It is quite techy to start off with. So if you're not into that, there's a lot of other softwares that you can use, such as Meet Edgar, and you can also schedule Facebook posts right within Facebook itself, which is fabulous. So what I would recommend doing is creating a graphic on something like Canva or just getting a photo, you know, something simple and scheduling it to go out on your Facebook page or your Instagram or whatever other forms of social media you use and make sure that people are seeing it. So whether you're only posting it, you know, once every two months, as long as you are sharing it at least a couple of times, there's no point spending so much time if it just sits on your website and you never share it. So it's a great way to, you know, add more value to your newsfeed and it's a great way to get people educated and reading about the things that you find extremely important at your studio. So I hope you find these four ways really beneficial and simple. We just wanted to keep the list nice and small as to not overwhelm you because I know some of our past episodes we've included quite a few steps. So these were the four easy ways to repurpose your blog post and I'll just quickly recap. So number one was converting your blog post into a PDF so you can share it as a download on your website, through your Facebook pages or as an email attachment. Number two was creating an email sequence, whether that blog post be in the body of the email or again as an attachment. Number three was converting your blog post to a video or an audio file like a podcast and sharing that with your current families as well as prospective new clients. And number four was scheduling it to social media to ensure that you're getting the most value out of the amazing blog that you've created and that lots of families and potential new families are getting to read all of the amazing things that you're creating. So I hope you found this beneficial and I truly hope that this gave you a new idea of a different way to use a blog post and hopefully allows everyone to see and share more of the amazing content that you're creating at your studios every day of the week. I hope you're having a wonderful day wherever you are and I look forward to speaking with you again soon. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Business of Dance podcast. For show notes and other episodes, please go to businessofdance.net slash podcast. To learn more about Business of Dance and stay up to date with all the episode releases, as well as lots of extra studio tips and tricks, please like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram. If you have any questions, topic suggestions, or wish to be a guest on the podcast, 
please contact us at podcast at businessofdance.net. We appreciate you taking the time to rate and review us on iTunes and wish you a great day. Stay tuned for next week's episode. And until then, keep dancing your way to the business you have always desired.